Hi everyone, welcome to the Meditation Room with Suzanne. Catch the replays each and every Wednesday at 9 p.m. If you want to be invited into the Meditation Room, visit my website at SuzanneJoseph.com to be a part of our Meditation Group. Press play and enjoy. One thing I need Snatch your friend, bring a friend. Hey, beautiful. 
times I didn't uh, understand. Yes. Now I know that it's part of the Yes, God. What's really forsaken? Waiting on the storms of past. Go grab a friend. Come into the room. Hey, Wendy. Hey, help me. Hey. Just enjoy the room right now as we get ready for people to come in. Bye, bye. It was in my testimony. Everything we all been through. Yes. Yes. It was in my testimony. Yes, we got testimonies. Yes, God. Oh, yes, Jesus. Hallelujah. Mm. Everything I've ever been through. Woo. Yes. It was in my testimony. Everything we've ever been through. It was working for our good. It was for his glory. Yes. In my testimony, I must admit, even now, yes, I'm going through something. God's gonna give the glory. I must admit, even now, I'm going through something. Yes, God's gonna. I must admit, even now, I'm going through something. But God's gonna get the glory. God's gonna get the glory. God's gonna get the glory. The glory. The glory. Yes. God's gonna get the glory. Thank you, ladies, for coming into the room tonight. If your friend is not in this room tonight, what you need to do is take a screenshot of this Zoom and send it to them and say you're missing out tonight. Grab them and let them come into the room. This is the moment for you to reset. This is the moment for you to rewind and set back the hands of time and just focus on you. Focus on what God is calling you to. Not being disturbed. Hearing from what of hearing from God and hearing what He has to say to you. This is the moment where you actually take time to just stop. We're not thinking about anything right now. We're not thinking about what we got to do tomorrow. We're not thinking about what we're going to eat after this or what we're going to watch after this, what we got to take care of as far as it comes to the kids. This is the moment where you just take time for you. 
being in meditation is saying, I just want a moment for myself. I need a moment to just reflect. I need a moment for perspective. I need a moment to just be awakened in my mind, to just mentally reset my mind. That's why I meditate. There is no additional things that I do outside of God when it comes to the meditation room. I keep it strictly on what God says, and I keep our process within God's realm. There is no reason for us to be saging. There is no reason for us to be uh, chanting anything. There is no reason for us to be doing a ritual before it. It's just the word of God and yourself and just quiet, quieting your mind. That's literally all it is. When I got so busy and overwhelmed with life, when I got distracted with life, when life just felt like it was overtaking me, I just needed a moment to just stop. We run ourselves to the ground. We run ourselves ragged. We put ourselves in situations that compromise our growth because we don't want to stop and think for a moment. Think of, well, what are we doing? Why am I making this choice? We never ask ourselves the why. Why am I making this choice? Why do I want to be in this relationship? Why do I want to be in the, at this job? Why do I want to be around these friends? I had to start asking myself those questions because things weren't making sense. It wasn't aligning. I would sit back and I would just close my eyes and I would just look at the current state that my life was in. And I would say to myself, is this what you want to leave for your legacy? Is this the life that you want your children to walk into? Is this what you want to continue doing? Delaying their life, delaying wealth for them, delaying legacy for them, breaking generational cycles for them? Is this what you really want to do? Sometimes we have to sit back and ask ourselves the question. You got to talk to yourself sometime and say, what are you doing? Why are you putting yourself in this conflicting situation? Why are you entertaining conversation that has nothing to do with your growth? Why am I in this relationship? I'm unhappy. I'm uneasy. I can't be myself. I can't speak about my emotions or how I feel. I feel uncomfortable in it. I feel like it doesn't fit well with what God wants for me. Why am I still in it? What is keeping me in it, that spiritual bondage, that spiritual stronghold that we don't want to let go and see a perspective in. We don't want to see a perspective. We don't want to use our common sense. We don't want to do the right thing. And it's about doing the right thing. You put yourself in situations all the time. We all do it. And before we put ourselves in it, there's a little feeling that comes in our guts that says, mm, I don't know, this don't feel right. That feeling that we don't want to heed, that red flag we don't want to heed, that is the most important moment when you feel that feeling to start asking yourself, should I even put myself in this situation? That even comes to your business. Should I even deal with this client? I'm seeing all the red flags. But you know what some of us do? Uh, maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm overthinking. And then we proceed. Because God always give us a warning. He always give us a caution, but we get mad with God when he warned us and we made our own decision with our own self, our own mind, our own choice. We put ourselves in it and now we're mad. But you knew that customer was complicated. You knew that relationship was complicated. You knew that friendship was complicated. You knew that business idea was complicated. But we didn't want to think it through. 
We just kept saying, I hope they change. What about you changing? What about you saying, I want to change. I want better. I want more for myself. I want a great life. There's nothing wrong with wanting a great life. I want it. I don't want to live in poverty. I don't want to live in brokenness. I don't want to live taunting myself in relationships that I know don't do me well. I don't want to do that. Do you? And I know some of you saying no. There's no way. You want to always live from paycheck to paycheck and can't really enjoy life until God said it's time to come home. There's no way you wake up every day and you're looking at your partner and you're saying to yourself like, what am I doing? And you're not making a decision to move from it. There's no way you're procrastinating and sitting on that business idea thinking that everyone should work it for you when it's your idea. God gave us a gift. He gave us all skills so that we can thrive in the world that we are in. He gave us all gifts. We all got gifts. We all got a special skill. We all got purpose. We all got a walk to walk. But how do I walk it is the question that I hear all the time. How do I move from it? How do I go forward from it? How do I change my mind from it? It's all about making a choice. Do you want more? Do you want better for your life? And you should be saying yes. And once you say yes, be obedient to the yes. What are you saying, Suzanne? What does that mean? Change. Redirect your choices. Focus on yourself mentally, physically, and spiritually. The work begins within so that anything that you feel about your flesh, your outer appearance, who you are, because you feel so beautiful inside because you did the work inside, outside feels great. It feels like you could dominate the world because you made a choice to do better. You made a choice to redirect. You made a choice to say, I want more. And that's what we all should be thriving for. When we look at our generation, when we look at the children that are coming behind us, that is going to be in the forefront, we all should be on our knees praying. We should all be on our knees praying, you guys. It's disturbing. It is so disturbing. For some reason, the generation, the millennials, they just, for some reason, cannot find a peace of mind. And they become very reckless. And then you have the ones that are fighting, fighting to understand what is going on. Why is no one talking to us? Why is no one talking to us about the generational cycles in our family so that we can break it? Why is no one talking about the harm that was done to the children in the family so we can break it? Why are we being hush-hush about it? Sending trauma for trauma, creating more unhealed parents, creating more unhealed children to walk an earth that was already filled with sin because one man decided to disobey God had he not made the decision to eat the fruit from Eve. One man made the decision that created genocide, y'all. But then God sent someone to come save us 
And if y'all don't already know it, you should know about now. He sent his only son. He said, I don't get it. He had to start saying to himself, I don't get it. Evil keeps stirring up. I wipe it out. It comes back. And he started to realize that evilness was not within the world. It was the people. Like a lot of us going to therapy because we're trying to learn how to deal with people and relationships. Wow. People. Because of people. So he had to figure something out. So he said, I'm going to send my son because I love them. I created them. But I need to know why they're so disobedient. Why they're continuously disrespecting me. Why? I need to figure this thing out. Because these are my special people. So he sent his, his son, Christ Savior, in human form to walk this earth, to figure this thing out. And when he came to the end, he knew what his purpose was, to go figure it out and die. And when he walked it, when he walked it and came back to his father, he said, oh my God, they just don't get it. They just don't know. Forgive them because they just don't know. And it's how we look at people in our life. How can you use me? How can you abuse me? Do you know who I am? Do you know who God created me to be? Do you know how purposeful I could have been in your life? He said, they just don't get it. So you, you're going to have to forgive them when they sin so they can be corrected. So he giving you an opportunity to be corrected. You've been trying to figure it out. You've been battling it in your mind. You've been trying to understand it. It's in the word. It's in the word. I'm going to quickly read a scripture. We're going to get right into meditation. Right when we get into meditation, before we get into that space, I'm going to open up the room for prayer. If you have a prayer request, drop it in the chat. This is not a space for you to be shameful in. If you have to constantly walk in shame, you will not grow. You got to be confident in your shame. I went through this. I experienced this. This is what I went through and it's not me. This is who I am becoming now. This is who I am becoming now. So you got to be confident in that shame to walk boldly. When you see me, Get up, jump, shout. When you see seeing me dancing, when you see my hand being thrown in the air, it's because I love what God has done for me. I remember the broken woman. I remember the woman that just didn't get it. I remember the woman with funny money problems. I remember the woman that was falling on her knees saying, God, did I do something wrong? Why am I constantly going through this? I remember that woman. And I look at my life now and I said, oh my God, you are so amazing, God. So amazing. Look what you've done with somebody who felt like she was nothing. You gave me a voice, a voice so that I can show other women that you got a voice too. All you got to do is get up and advocate for you. Advocate for yourself. Speak up. Amplify your voice. Put value in it. I want change. I want better. I want everything in my life to be great. I want wealth. Call it into your life and then work on it. You can't speak it and then sit on it. It don't work like that. You can't say, I want a better life and you still hanging with the people that gave you the bad life, the people that was destroying your life, the people that was gossiping about you, 
It doesn't work like that. That's not alignment. You can't say, I want wealth, and then you walk around, you're everywhere, and you're in everybody's face, you're in every place, and your money's still looking funny, but you want better. You want to walk out of poverty. Make it make sense to me. Make it make sense to yourself. We always got that itch. Oh, I got to get that. I got to spend my money on this. I got to go buy this. We always put ourselves in that mindset. And then we do it. And then we look at our bank account and be like, oh, man, why did I do that? The light bill was coming up. Now you're going to go bother somebody else who worked hard for their money, who managing their finances to borrow the money. So we can become their enabler, crippling them not showing them how to become adults. Part about, uh, the part about being a part of this world is growing up and being an adult, finding out what my spirit man mean. What does that mean? What is my character? What type of integrity do I have? That's what that walk means. So I'm gonna quickly read from Romans 11 and I'm gonna stop at Romans I will stop at Romans 8. So it's going to be Romans 11, chapter 11, verse 1 through 8. And then we're going to get right into meditation, ladies. And again, thank you for taking time to come into this space and take time for you. So as I go through the scripture reading, this is the time for you to prepare yourself. I want you to find a space to be in where it is quiet, quiet space. Part, it doesn't make sense to meditate if you got too much noise in your background. Lock the room door. Tell everybody, hey, I'm meditating. Don't touch this door. Find a quiet space. If you're laying flat down on your bed, people tend to fall asleep. So I would tell you to just sit up on your bed. Cross your leg. Have your arms rested on your lap. Open up your hands so that you can receive what you're trying to receive. So that when prayer is coming in, when something speaks volume to you, you say, I receive it. You say, I receive it. That's how you bring prayer to life. I receive it. Doesn't matter if somebody praying and they didn't say you're going to get the millions. If they're in a space and they say million is coming to you. I was in that space saying, I receive it too, God. I receive it for me too. It's mine too. You got to call it for. So Romans 11 says, and y'all know when I start reading, it get real juicy. It says, so I asked, did God force his people to leave him? Of course not. I myself am an Israelite. I am from the family of Abraham. We're all from the family of Abraham. If you guys was trying to figure it out from the tribe of Benjamin. God chose the Israelite to be his people before they were born. He know who you were. He know every trouble you was going to get yourself into. Did you know that? And he did not force them to leave. And what that means, he didn't force them to turn away from him. Surely, you know what the scripture says about Elijah. The scripture tells about Elijah praying to God against the people of Israel. He said, Lord, they have killed your prophets and destroyed your altars. I am the only prophet still living and they are trying to kill me now. 
But what answer did God give Elijah? God said, I have kept for myself 7,000 men who have never given worship to Baal, meaning they didn't walk and do anything outside of God. They knew God was number one. They knew God was the center of it all. They knew there, that there was no other God but him, Yahweh. They knew it. And then he said, it is the same now, just like right now in our generation. God has chosen a few people by his grace. And if he chose them by grace, then it is not what they have done that made them his people. If they could be made his people by what they did, his gift of grace would not really be a gift. And what that means, it doesn't matter what sin you committed. As long as you made the choice to walk right with God, and as long as you made a choice to say, God, forgive me for my sins, forgive me for what I've done. I just want to honor you. I just want to walk with you. I just want to be obedient to it. Give me discernment in it, God. Give me faithfulness in it, God. As long as you saying that and you're honoring him and you are being obedient and you are sharing his word and you are serving his people, which many people cannot do is serve others. When you are serving his people, when you become enlightened in that area on what it means to truly serve, then you will understand what God loves me, what grace means. He said, I don't care how dirty you were in it. I don't care how shameful you, you were in it. I called you. Just be obedient to me because I called you. So he said, so this is what has happened. The people of Israel wanted God's blessing, but they did not all get it. The people he chose did get his blessing, but the others became hard and refused to listen to him. As the scripture said, God caused the people to fall asleep in Isaiah 29 verse 10. And then he said, God closed their eyes so that they could not see. He closed their ears so that they could not hear. This continues until now. And that's from Deuteronomy 29 verse four. It, it continues till now. People don't wanna listen. They don't wanna use common sense. They don't wanna move forward. They rather stay in pity. They rather stay in their woes. They rather stay in nobody is here for me. They rather say, I don't have a support system and they won't even reach out and get the help they need. Therapy exists. It exists. Go deal with that unhealed child so that you can really grow. Go deal with her. She was broken. She didn't get it. And forgive yourself because your parents didn't get it either. But now you do. You woke in it. Your spirit is woke in it. It's itching and it's telling you, I got so much more for you. I got greater for you. But I need you to hear me in this season. God needs y'all to hear him. So as we go right into prayer, I see some of your prayer requests. I'll make sure I speak it out for you because we are all gathered here. It takes one band, one sound to make that prayer work. We are all right here. So come in alignment with it. And when I say that, that means be zoned in it. Be grateful in it. Be humble in it. Just because it's not for you don't mean you should not want it for somebody else. That's how you love people beyond who they are. 
and then you serve those that God put before you. That's how you get out of that mindset of I'm being used. Some of us were just built to be providers. So I'm going to confidently walk in it. So we are getting right into prayer. I don't want to take up too much time. Um, I just wanted to make sure that I encourage you guys. I just want to make sure that you guys know that the word of God is live and well, and it's walking rapidly. It's walking, it's wanting you, and it's needing you to just say, I'm ready. Just say, I'm ready. You gave the world a chance so many times over and over. And if I can ask anyone right now, what has it done to you? I will hear that it has tormented me. It has given me pain. It has brought me anxiety. It has brought me into depression. It has brought me into a place where I don't know where my life is going. I could tell you what the world has given you. No answer. But I can tell you what God always gave me, a peace of mind. When I was walking in the world and just being wild and entertaining what evilness was out there for me, I didn't know where I was going. It was like I was lost in the wilderness. Many of us are in that mindset. Like we're just lost and confused. And then something ringed in my mind and said, do you remember when you were going to church, when you were walking with God and you was in the word, you was reading your scripture, how peaceful it was? And I started saying, I want to go back there. I want that, I want that peace of mind again. I want to go back there. So I gave myself that opportunity and said, what if I gave myself that chance and I jumped and I went for it? So I just want you guys to jump and just go for it. Go for it. What are you afraid of? God already gave it to you. All he's waiting for you to do is walk it. Just walk the walk, girl. So we're getting right into prayer just close your eyes just stay in a space where you're just telling God like I am ready and I just need you right now in this season I know what you are asking of me in this season father God and I'm ready to listen I'm ready to quiet my mind I am ready to hear the instructions because if I don't make sense of it, if I'm not learning from my adversities, I won't be able to sustain what you are trying to bless me with. I won't be able to, to gather my thoughts and make sure that what you bless me with goes on forever, that it becomes impactful onto many generations that come before us, the generations that we don't know of, Father God. So I ask in this moment, Father God, as we are getting into a space to just honor you and thanking you for just another day, thanking you for just breath, because sometimes we do forget to breathe through our stress, through our trauma and through our pain. We're just holding our breath. So thank you for giving us another opportunity to wake up and just breathe again, Father God. Just allow them to breathe again. We know that space that they were in, Father God, that space that felt dark, that space where that fog was hovering over them, that space that made the day feel like it was just blah, Father God, we know that space. So as they're enduring their journey, as they're enduring their process, Father God, we pray that you cover them, Father God, wholeheartedly, Father God, from within.
so that they begin to work on healing, Father God, so that they begin to correct their self again, Father God, so that they begin, Father God, to break those things, Father God, that's been holding them bound, Father God, that's been holding them from their gift, that's been holding them from their purpose, Father God so that they can break those generational cycles in their families, Father God. So cover their families, Father God, as they are healing, Father God, as they are understanding, Father God. And once they get it, Father God, teach them how to apply it in their homes, Father God. Teach them to cover their children. Teach them to cover their mothers. Teach them to cover their fathers, Father God. Teach them. In the stories, Father God, where mothers are abandoning their daughters, Father God, teach their daughters to love again, Father God. Teach their daughters the boundless of love that begins within, Father God, so that they can love their self and be confident in the beauty, Father God, that you have given them, Father God, the beauty from within, Father God. Heal those parents, Father God, that don't see their sons. Their sons, Father God, walking in the midnight hours, Father God, feeling the confusions of life, Father God, feeling the lack of love, the lack of understanding, because they're just trying to get it, Father God. So heal their parents, heal their minds so that they just stop for a moment and understand that these are babe in Christ, Father God, in human form, trying to learn it just like they tried to learn it, Father God. So we give them, Father God, compassion in this season, Father God, for their children. We give them honor and love and glory, Father God, so we can magnify the tools that you have given us, the wisdom you have given us, Father God, that it flows over. It flows over, Father God, in our homes, Father God, where poverty, Father God, continues to stand in our life, Father God. We ask that poverty becomes the number one thing, Father God, in our mind when we are trying to build generations and cycles, Father God, when we are trying to build the wealth, Father God. We pray, Father God, for Wendy's life, Father God, that she will become obedient, Father God, in all that you give her, Father God, that now she will see every dollar, Father God, that you have given her was to sow it back, was to give it back, was to honor it back, Father God. We pray for every anxiety, Father God, that has been spoken, Father God. Every anxiety that's trying to utter, utter into their life and telling them that they can't do it. That's making them doubtful in it, Father God. That's making them fearful in it, Father God. We calm. We bring calmness into their mind right now, Father God, because we know you are greater than anxiety. We know you are greater than depression, Father God. You said that I am the God. I am greater. I am Yahweh. I am Jehovah. I am Nisi Jaira. I gave you my son. I am greater than anything. I just need you to be obedient. There's an enemy coming for us. There's evilness swarming us. There's evilness all around us. And I just need you to be prepared. I just need you to be ready. That is why you're constantly confused. Just stay with me in it. This place right here where I want to bring you a peace of mind. This place right here where I want to bring you total wholeness in it. Just stay with me right here. So as we go into meditation, Father God, as we go into a space just to quiet our mind, just to breathe in, 
We breathe in everything that brings restoration. We breathe in everything that brings deliverance. We breathe in everything, Father God, that you want to align to us in this season. And when we breathe out, Father God, we breathe out that spiritual stronghold, Father God, that's been holding us bound. We breathe out evilness. We breathe out everything that was dirty in our minds, Father God. We breathe out everything, Father God, that is not supposed to be aligned. We breathe it out, Father God. And we breathe you in because we want you right now in this moment because we don't want to do this without you anymore. We tried it. It didn't work. We just want to do this with you. We just want to center ourselves with you. And we know, Father God, that everything that we ask for, as long as it's within line, as long as it's within purpose, as long as it's within the laws and the rules and the principles that Moses helped write, Father God, as long as it's right there, we know you will honor it. So as we come into meditation, I want you guys to keep your eyes closed. Just be quiet for a moment. Just listen to the sound of my voice. I will tell you when to breathe in. I will tell you when to breathe out. And then we're just going to go quiet for a moment. When you hear me say one, that's for you to take that nice deep breath in. Make sure you are sitting up confident. Be confident in every breath that you take. And when you breathe out, I want you to release that breath. Open up your mouth and take it out. Breathe. I don't want you to close your mouth and breathe in and out. I want you to open your mouth when you breathe out. Let it go. Let it go. I know it hurt. Just let it go. I know it bothered you. Just let it go. We spend too much energy on things that don't matter. Just let it go. So on the count of one, I want you to take a nice deep breath in. One. And on the count of four, just take a slow deep breath out. Just let it go. Just let it go. Just let it go. You don't deserve it. You don't deserve that type of treatment. You don't deserve that type of stress in your life. Take a nice deep breath in, one. And on the count of four, I want you to take a slow deep breath out. At this point, you should be smiling. You should have a grin on your face right now because the breath in and out just feels great. It just feels great. I just want to be quiet right now. I just want to honor God. I just want to hear from God. As your eyes is closed, just picture the things that you desire. You see yourself walking in purpose. You see yourself walking in victory. You see everything that you destined yourself for. God destined you already. He said, it's all yours. He said, it's all yours. Take a nice deep breath in. Take a slow, deep breath out. Ooh, just honor growth. Honor your freedom. Honor your mind. 
honor the spirit from within that's trying to speak to you. It's trying to build your character. This is who I am, who God called me to be. Take a nice deep breath in. Oh, yes, God. And take a slow, deep breath out. I just want you to let it go quiet. I want you to take this time to honor your strategies, honor your plan, and I want you to just breathe in and out on your own time. Just breathe in and out. If you need to place your hand on top of your heart to just honor yourself, honor yourself in this space, just breathe in and out. Just love this space. You find peace here. You find joy here. This is where you want to be. But no shame. There's no doubt in mind. There's no question what, what God wants to do with me. Come on, just breathe in and out. Breathe in. Slow breath out. Now I want you to take the time to release some tension from your body. And you can see me on the camera. I just want you to stretch. Just stretch your arms. People don't realize how much stress sits in our body, sits in our bones. That's why we get tense. When you allow yourself to be mentally ill, your body becomes ill. I bet you didn't know that. All that stress, all that tension, just circle your head in a circle. Give yourself a release. Give yourself a release. And just breathe in and out. Breathe in and out, just release your tension. And once you completed this exercise, just go back into your meditative space. Ooh. Keep your eyes closed. Keep your eyes closed. Take a nice deep breath in. Take a slow, deep breath out. And I want you to slowly repeat after me. I honor myself. I am resilient. I am radically made for purpose. I am who I am. I feel beautiful from within and out. Say it again, I feel beautiful from within and out. Take a nice deep breath in. And take a slow deep breath out. Honor yourself through this space. When you speak life into you, when you talk back to yourself, when you tell yourself that I am courageous, when you tell yourself that I am worthy, when you tell yourself that I am destined for greatness, when you tell yourself that I am a money magnet, 
When you tell yourself that I am built for wealth, there's this glow, there's this glory that fills you from within. Take a nice deep breath in. Yes, God. Take a slow, deep breath out. Honor yourself, honor yourself. Speak life, just talk to yourself. Talk for yourself, advocate for yourself. I know we didn't get it, we get it now. I understand it now. I respect myself now. I have integrity. I know what I know. Come on, you know what God knows for you. Take a nice deep breath in. Take a slow, deep breath out. Now I want you to wrap your arms around you to give yourself a self-love hug. You gotta love yourself first. You want your daughters to know how to love their self, love you first. You want your sons to know how to respect a woman, love you first. Love on yourself and hug yourself. And this is where you tell yourself, I am here now. This is where you tell yourself, I respect you. I respect my mind. I respect my body, my soul, my spirit. I will honor me through this walk because I know it's gonna, not gonna be easy. I know it's gonna be some moments that will trigger me. I know there's gonna be some times where I wanna give up. I know there's gonna be some moments where I wanna become doubtful. I know there's gonna be a moment where it just don't make sense. So I come back to myself. I come back and I love on myself. I come back and I say, it's just you alone doing it. I come back and say, you don't need to watch anybody else because remember it's you alone doing it. I come back and honor myself and I say, you got this. I come back and honor myself and say, you're gonna get through this. Take one step at a time. Take it one day at a time. There is no rush in this. God ain't trying to tell you to hurry it up because he wants you to sustain everything and sustain every blessing that he's about to pour down on you. Just take your time with it. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay for me to take my time with it because I want to get it right this time. This is why we love on ourselves. This is why we hug ourselves again and love back. Take a nice deep breath in. And take a slow deep breath out. Ooh. And I want you to open up your eyes because you made it to the end, girl. Open up your eyes, beautiful people beautiful people. So ladies, we do have some new people in the room. It's okay for you not to speak. Um, I do this all, I do this always at the end of meditation. Tell me how you feel. Tell the room who you are, if you like. I just want to know, did you get what you were trying to get when you came into the room tonight? That's all I want to know. Did I do my job? We all don't have to speak at once. Yes. Thumbs up, thumbs up. You guys good? Hey, everybody. 
Hey, hey, Wendy, talk to me, girl. Um, yes, I did enjoy. This is my first time actually being in the room on time. Yeah. So last time, last time when I came in the room, I was just getting like the end of it. Um, so this is my actual first time getting the full experience of the meditation. And I definitely think it was well needed. Um, it's not what I've been because I've done, you know, my little meditations by myself through YouTube, but this is more of a spiritual meditation, I would say, which I feel like is much better. And before I even got on meditation, like I said, I, like I asked for prayer for anxiety. I was just in my thoughts um, about my pace. Like I never considered myself in a race, but, you know, sometimes you do get distracted and you do think that you're not doing enough, especially when you don't see the results coming in fast enough. So, um you know, sometimes it's good to be able to get brought back down to reality and know that it's okay. And I think, you know, this meditation was definitely well needed tonight. So thank you. Susanna. You're welcome. You're welcome. I'm glad you were able to receive. And you're right. We're all just trying to rush because some of us didn't realize we delayed so much in our life. When we finally get it, we're like, man, mm -hmm. only if I knew better in my 20s, right? right. <laughs> so now we're here and we have arrived and we are woke. And we start to say to ourselves, like, okay, I see everybody else where they need to be, but it doesn't matter where they at. You got to remember your income. You got to remember some of them have partners and some of us don't. Mm -hmm. You got to say, we're mm -hmm. doing it by ourselves. So just do what you can. Yes, do, that's true. Yeah, do what you can. I promise when it's when God is ready to overpour and bless you with it and speed up the process, you're going to be like, oh, wait a minute. You know, am I ready? You know what I'm saying? That's what you're going to start saying. Am I ready? Like, it's a roller coaster of a ride. Once God see that you get it, it start coming. And you're like, oh, wait a minute. And you start pausing for a minute. You start remembering your routines. Let me make sure I understand what he's saying to me. Like, I don't care if people think you're feeling crazy. Talk back to yourself. Because some your, 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 your mind is trying to tell you something. Yeah, that's true. That I think this bad. is a good idea. Um, and I just like personally, I know all of us got our own background stories, but um, like I've been praying a lot for my purpose, and I know you know it's always going to be where you struggle the most, where God will lead you into your purpose. And like I said last time, where I feel like you know it was all about me finding self worth and knowing how to not be the people pleaser and love on me. So if you know I just like it's a real good thing like once I could really master myself like I could really see myself like I really want to be able to reach out and pull other women even young girls up into that space of you know knowing your worth and not settling don't and not wasting all that time that I did waste when you could nip it in the butt from beginning so you know like Girl, I'm, I'm here for it create the space um for us because it's definitely well needed because especially the recession that we're going through a lot of people go through so much that you just don't even know because people hide behind smiles so it's like when you know better you do better so for those who don't know better they need people like you um you know to help us get to that place so it's very appreciative Oh, thanks, Wendy. And I hope that you are going to be a part of volunteering for my youth summit in October. I'll give you more information on that. Yes, um, I'm definitely. Amen to that. 
And you are absolutely right. Just pace yourself, walk into what God is calling you to do. And it's going to take time. It's going to take patience, but you know, it's there. You know, the gift God got you, but the work really is from within. That's what it was like. Mm -hmm. I was looking at myself and I'm like, man, God, you putting me on pause for a whole year for me to fix me. <laughs> like yep. a whole year, y'all. I paused everything, no business, no nothing. I did. I barely left my house. Like he was working on me. And that process for me, it took a whole year because I was in it and I was crying and I was like, I don't get it. I don't understand. Like, I'm too good. Like, why do I keep going through this? Why do I always have this energy and this eagerness to want to just help be Superman all the time? Why? Like God calmed my spirit so I can know who to help when I ain't got it. Because my spirit saying, even if I ain't got it, still give it to them. And I don't like that. Mm -hmm. You spoke on something um, about when you were reading um, the word where you said like, woe to me, where people feel like, you know, like the victim mindset. Um, and I feel like I do that a lot. Like, honestly, I do where it's a lot of things I go, I go through. I'm not going to say I'm always playing a victim, but I do see myself you know, being a victim of my circumstances. And it's like, when do you, like, when do you, not even when do you, like, how do you stop being the victim? Like, uh, this is what I tell people. In order for you to remove yourself from a victim mind mindset is for you to mm -hmm. look in the lens of the what people see you in. And what I mean by that is, let me give you a plain example. Somebody comes into, uh, for example, let me just say, and it's not my sister in real, I mean, sister in real life doing it, but let me just say, for example, my sister, she comes to me mm -hmm. and she was, she goes, Hey girl, like, you know, I'm going through a lot in my life. You know, my money is tight. I, I gotta, you know, do uh, things that I need to do, but I, I really need a loan. I really need to borrow some money. Like I'm really, really struggling right now. So because mm -hmm. she already emotionally guilt tripped me into her baggage, and I only thought that way because that's the mindset I was already in. I'm not really sure if she's genuine about what she's really going through, because remember, sister always used me. So mm -hmm. now I'm saying sister is taking her emotions and she's trying to guilt trip me into helping her. So mm -hmm. here's the victim in me talking. The victim is already talking. She's guilt tripping me into helping her. You made mm. that choice to help her. Yeah. You made the decision. So anything you've done for her, that's not her problem because you made a choice. You're yeah, mad. You get what I'm saying? That she keep mm. coming back to do it. So yeah. I remove myself from that victim place and say to myself, you know what, God, in this season, I only want to help the people that you send before me. Sometimes family ain't the people that you really supposed to be helping like that and serving. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? So you have to learn who do I serve? What is the people? Who are the people God want to attach to me for me to serve? Because I don't want to keep feeling like people are doing me wrong. Yeah. So I need to deal with spiritual offense because ain't nobody doing nothing to you. You human too. Are you perfect? Mm -mm. We all got flaws and characters. We all walk in shame and, and things that we don't even speak about, but we're not perfect. So we stop setting expectations on people and things of the world, then we won't put ourselves in a victim mindset. Just take accountability. And nobody wants to do that. Nobody wants to say, you know what? It's me. I know when I'm in a circle of friends and I'm doing damage to my friends because I'm an enabler. <laughs> I like to make people happy all the time. So I will enable all the time. 
And I had to start looking back and say, I'm really harming this girl because she really loves friendship. She honors friendship. She really likes to build relationships and go out. And I'm not that friend. So I'm really a disadvantage to her. Because mm -hmm. now she's going to get to a place where she'd be like, oh, you don't call me like that. You know, you don't want to hang out with me like that. And it was just like, this is just not who I am. But I like you. You know what I'm saying? So we have to really start taking accountability for the people that we put in our place, for the choices that we make for us to really push and go forward. Victim mm -hmm. mindset to me is just not wanting to take accountability. And if anybody else have, you know, their thoughts and opinion, I love it. Please come into the space because I learned too. There's some things I might not know. So teach me too. <laughs> but Wendy, I'm, I thank you for opening up that space for women to continuously be comfortable in speaking and saying what's on their mind. It's needed all the time for somebody to just break the space in the room and bring mm -hmm. that quietness and just say what's on your mind. This is a safe space. Hey, Beatrice. Hey, how are, are you, you, everyone? We're good. How are you? Oh, I was drained today because um, today on uh, the platform, I was talking about mental uh, minister the little ones mm -hmm. because when we do grieve, we forgot about the little ones. This was another topic oh like wow that's the stuff that we don't see them they need us mm -hmm. we think about ourselves and what's make me open my eyes is my grandson because he never talked about it right and then that means he was not ready when he started questions asked so, Where's my granddad? Why he's not coming home? And then gotta sit down with him and explain what happened. And then I promise him this time, because we got too much picture with him, mm -hmm. I'm gonna make um the scrapbook for him. Aww. So whatever the picture I post, I will explain what they were doing, what was going on here. That's beautiful. And then that means. I got to make for the little one too. <laughs> with him for picture for his granddaddy because he doesn't know him. And then tell him why, what kind of man he was. Mm -hmm. Because he gonna look, why this one got the book? I don't get the book. Now I got another project to do. Yes, girl, <laughs> do the projects. <laughs> and do your TikToks, walk people through the journey. You are the content. People forget, you are the content. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> oh my God. Lemons is this the purpose this will give it to me. Talk about all these things. All the good and the bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But what I, I was glad this uh I talk about this topic today. Some lady was there. She said, Thank you. Because when I lost my grandmother. 25 years ago, nobody was there for me. I was by myself. I kinda cling to my aunt. That's because it was his father's side. I cling to my aunt 
and then I call her Auntie Grandma. Mm -hmm. I was like, wow. And then when I look at my grandson, because within two years, he lost two grandfathers. Sometimes it's hard for him to express himself. He just keeps it to himself. He stayed in his room, but the door, it will not be closed. Just stay there. That's how he is. He mm -hmm. act like his grandfather more. But I'm glad that uh, now we see where we lack our children or grandkids. We yeah. don't talk to them so they can understand to, we give them the tools what they need to know. Yep, our space is supposed to be a training ground for our children. And, you know, we got to forgive our parents because they didn't know. But the space, our space is supposed to be a training ground for our children to get it, understand. A, a training mm -hmm. ground for them to learn how to be adults in this world. That's what we were supposed to teach our children. But we were all blinded but by the things that we needed to unheal ourselves from. So unlearn and relearn the healthier yes. things and the right things to do. So Beatrice, thank you for that. Again, I'm continuously proud of you just opening up your mouth, opening up your voice to speak about grievance, uh, to give people the help and the support that they need while they're going through it and teaching what women that they can go forward. So I commend you. I'm continuously proud of you. Keep pushing, keep going forward. Don't stop, girl. Do not stop. I don't care how tough it get. Don't stop. <laughs> I don't care no. who don't get it, who don't understand, don't <laughs> stop, okay? I'm not, because I see everything what I do, I end up going back way to grief. Amen. I think that's the calling that God want me to continue. Come on, you know it, you've been to it. <laughs> because uh, even I post a video on the group chat because I was not even on the clubhouse. They hunt me down. They call me come on. to come so I can talk to the lady. I was like, I'm going to make the room know your name. Yes. <laughs> Are you in the room? Everybody. Yes. <laughs> All and right. then when they give me, because they give me the feedback, they say, we cannot call the eye delta for the heart. Mm -hmm. That's your calling. That's God to give it to you. Stop running from it, girl. Yeah, I was like, okay. And when I'm in that room, I don't talk. I just listen, reserve everything. But they know my story was happening. And mm -hmm. then when I say, wow, I did not know how to start, how to say, but God just let me to just give what he want me to say. Because he going to speak through you anyways. The work ain't for your tongue, it's for his tongue. He going to speak right <laughs> through you. Okay. Thank you, Beatrice. Thank you. Anybody else before we close out the space in less than two minutes? This is your moment, your opportunity. We got shy people in the room. It's all right. It's all right. We will break that shyness soon. Uh, but I want you guys to enjoy the rest of you guys' night. Uh, say a prayer. Keep this meditation moment in mind when somebody comes to frustrate you. Because somebody going to try it after this call. <laughs> somebody going to try it. Just remember this space. It ain't worth it. Focus on what God wants you to focus on. And don't put your energy where it don't need to be. Some of us spend our energy in places that it really don't need to be. That argument, that conversation that keep happening every week, 
every day. Like, aren't you tired about talking about it? You're not tired of talking about it? That's for somebody. Somebody having a conversation in this room that they need to stop having. You should be tired by now. So go forward, sis. Okay. <laughs> uh, who's in the iPhone? Is that you, Janine? You know, you know, I know. <laughs> somebody is on here. Okay. Having a conversation with somebody that they just need to stop. That's you, Gina. Okay. They need to stop. Stop. Just stop. I'm trying to help you. Stop. All right. So that was my prophecy for the night. I have a beautiful night, ladies. I love y'all. Love you too. Bye. Thank you.